Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Good morning, people. Welcome to episode three of Sports Business Secrets. I'm, uh, I'm still trying to figure out my routine here. Uh, obviously, every episode I want to give you guys the most value um, possible, but you know I want to try and touch on a new topic and tell you a little bit about uh, maybe a challenge uh, of that topic that I overcame and and a secret or a strategy that uh, that helped me overcome it. Um, sometimes I have notes written here. Um, I'm, I'm actually working on that myself. I'm usually pretty OCD and and super perfectionist, organized um, with my notes and and my podcast prep or my interview prep and. You know, I'm really just trying to trying to get away from that and 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 just wing it more. And you know, I think that's going to help me with uh, with public speaking and with just kind of winging answers and interviews um, and and really speaking, uh, you know, to to the now and to the truth instead of you know specifically hitting um, you know every word that I write down. But anyways, today's topic, um, just going to dive right into it, is what do agents do? And uh, you know, I, I've been I've been writing a lot about this actually on on my blog the past couple of months. And if you haven't checked that out, uh, I highly recommend you check it out at um, kevintarka.com/blog. Um, you know, I did a series on what the agents really do, and and excited to be coming out with you know a course here actually in the next couple of weeks. Um, but you know, it, it depends on who you ask. You know, if you ask. If you ask 20 different agents that question, you're probably going to get 20 different answers. Um, and, and the answer that I usually get to um, of the primary role of an agent is to procure and negotiate contracts for our clients. Um, now, th- there there are definitely other roles for sure. Um, you know, you can go, you can have agents anywhere from being, you know, the top agent and the founder of a company all the way down to, you know, an associate agent or an agent um, in training. Um, and, and those responsibilities with those different titles can vary drastically. You know, there are probably some agents and there are some agents that only deal with high level MBA contracts. There are some agents that only deal with overseas contracts. Shoot, there are some agents that have their license that are probably at big firms that, you know, their, their main job is, yes, to learn the ropes and, and do what agents do, but it's also to be more of a manager and, and handle more of the logistics and handle more of the day-to-day operations and, you know, some of the day-to-day um, responsibilities that come with, you know, servicing their client, which could mean anything from um, picking them up or getting them rides to making sure that they're all set after practice to playing video games with them and they're, you know, in the, in their apartment to, to, to going out to eat with them, anything. Um, and, and, and again, every single agent's going to have their different strategy and every agency has their different, um, you know, the, 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 the way that they do things, but ultimately that, that primary role, um, generally speaking of an agent is to procure and negotiate contracts. Um, and, and, and the secret to overcoming that, you know, that challenge of how do you become that best agent? Um, obviously I can't give that to you two minutes into this podcast. Um, but you know, I've, I've, I've done certain things and used certain strategies that I think have, you know, both, 
proven successful and proven unsuccessful. Um, and, 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 and I've learned from that. Um, so, you know, be, before I dive into that secret, I, I want to go into maybe, maybe a typical day, because that's all, also another question I get on, you know, what does it mean to be an agent and what agents do and, you know, what's, what's your typical day like? And this is another one here where I'm sure that you're going to get 20 different answers if you ask 20 different agents, but um, it, it also depends on the time of the year. So, for me, it's usually, I mean, no matter what day of the year, what time of the year it is, it's always an early morning, right? I've, uh, I've, I've always been an early riser um, for a couple of reasons. One, I'm just a morning person. And two, when you start to deal with overseas basketball, you got to realize that, um, you know, right now it's 6.16 in the morning and it's already 12.16 p.m. in Central Europe, right? So that means that if I were to sleep in on the East Coast here in the States, you know, until 9 a.m., God forbid, 10 a.m., the day's almost over over there. So if I sleep in too long, then I'm missing the entire business day in Europe, and that and that's just not going to be good, and that just can't can't be acceptable. So um, that's that's one main reason. But the other one is, you know, I've really found it personally, uh, personally, to be very beneficial to wake up uh, as early as possible with the least distractions, least amount of distractions as possible, and. One of the books that I've read um, in the past, um, and and again, I'll talk about him a lot. Robin Sharma is one of my favorite authors. Is the Five A.M. Club, and you know I've always been an early riser, but recently um, I've gotten into a routine of of waking up at Five A.M. and and immediately doing a twenty minute high intensity interval workout. Right, immediately working out, immediately getting that sweat and getting the day started, and and it's it's proved tremendously beneficial. I believe I'm on day 19 in a row here. Um, and, you know, I, I really want to go that 66 days in a row to see how it it, it affects me and how it changes me. And, and like I've said, it, it's I, I immediately noticed the absolute game changing difference um, of me being active and ready to roll at six in the morning after that sweat and after that cool down and after that cool shower. So that's that, that's kind of a morning for me. But um, during the summer, let, let, let's start with that. During the summer is definitely the busiest time. You know, late spring, early summer is is when we get into free agency and is when it's agents' time to shine. It's time to you know take care of their clients and do what their their job is is to get them a job, right? Procure and negotiate those contracts, and it's it's going to depend on where your clients play, right? If you're in the NBA, you know you have that that certain uh you know 10 days uh of of free agency here and uh and then if you're overseas you have pretty much a season long of free agency where um you know where it doesn't doesn't really matter if it's if it's may or june uh or if it's late july if a team wants a player then it's your job to get them that job uh so 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 those are really early mornings those are at least for me when i'm here in the states to try and get up get, get gms on the phone get sport directors on the phone talk with scouts talk with you know other agents and 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 see where the market's going see what openings there are see what team needs are uh and then see ultimately if i can match those team needs with one of my clients and get them in a good position to take that next step of their career um during so again dur during the spring and summer that, that that's my main focus um, during the fall and, and, and as we get into the winter, that's really, you know, when the season starts. So again, right now it's, it's October 13th, obviously a little bit strange every year with the overseas season because of the pandemic, but usually as you get into September, um, you know, late September and October, the seasons start, 
right? So you're finishing up training camp overseas and you're getting into, um, you're, you're getting into preseason and, and main season play. And, uh, and so I'm really locked into um, trying to obviously finalize some jobs for my clients, which I'm still doing now, unfortunately, with this, with this crazy year of, of just continually, continuously knocking on doors, to try and get my guys jobs, uh, but also locking into, to my guys games and, and, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, they're playing well, seeing how the team's doing, seeing how, you know, how their role on the team is, is, uh, is changing from preseason or from summer on what we were told his role is going to be to, to during the preseason on how he's performing to, you know, how the team, how I think the team's going to do compared to the rest of the teams in the league. Um, so really locked into those games. Uh, and, and then obviously as we get into November, December, January, winter, you know, that's, it's, it's definitely prime recruiting season. Uh, my recruiting's probably a little bit different than, than most agents. Um, and, and I think that was a byproduct of, of kind of doing everything on my own and really being a solo one man show here the first couple of years uh, of recruiting and, and, and also trial by error, right? Uh, th- there was a certain limitation that I felt I had um, because I didn't have a certain experience, right? I didn't have an MBA client. I didn't have a certain level client the first, you know, the first year. So it was difficult to recruit and difficult to sign players. But at the same time, during the year, it's also, it's also difficult to an extent to um, recruit a player when they're in their season. And, and I always like to tell players, if I have that conversation with them, like, you know, look, it's nice to meet you. It's nice to have that, that, that fluid conversation during the year. And by all means, if you need to, and want to have that conversation, I'm more than happy to have it. But, you know, it's important that you focus on the season and finish, you know, especially if it's a college season, you know, finish the college season strong. uh, And then we can talk after the year. And, and that's what, you know, that, that's what most of the winter uh, is, is Full with, you know, going to games, showing up, being there in person, um, you know, leveraging my relationships and my network and balancing the recruiting aspect with making sure everything's going well overseas with my current clients. So that was that was definitely an earful. And and, and I could have, you know, touched on each of those little topics uh, much more in depth. But I guess I'm going to wrap up today's show with uh, with one of the secrets that I've found to be very helpful for me. And that secret is it's, it's not rocket science guys. It's, it's just one sentence. And that sentence is there is no formula for success, right? So the challenge of how to become the best agent and what agents do and how you can, how you can overcome, you know, that challenge of, of, of that cut cutthroat world is there's no formula for success. So why not you, right? All it takes is one decision. All it takes is one client. All it takes is one sale with anything you're doing in life to change your life forever. And in, in perfect respect to this industry, all it takes is one signing. All it takes is one contract for you to get one of your clients to not only change your life, but more importantly, to change their life forever. So use that secret of having no formula for success. Use that secret you can make one decision. You can have your own strategy and everybody can think it's stupid and you're only crazy until you're not. So, you know, you could spend three, four, five, ten 10 years, you know, putting your head down and focusing on that strategy. And then, you know, that 10 years later when it actually clicks and it actually works, you know, who's the crazy one, right? Only one, there's, 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 there's only one way to do it. And that's just to believe in your gut and, and, and continue to do 
what you feel is the right thing to do. And that'll do it. So we will see you guys tomorrow morning. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Sports Business Secrets. If you heard something today that you liked but made you realize you're still curious and you might want to learn more, head on over to www.sportsagentsecrets.com. If you've been listening to my podcast from the beginning, you're probably aware that some of this stuff is not really talked about and there's plenty of information that stays behind the curtain. Well, my goal is to peel back that curtain and dive into the things that are left untalked about. I just launched the first of many online courses to come, and the first course is designed to teach the basics of being a sports agent. I base the curriculum on everything that I've learned so far in my career, from how to get your foot in the door to roles and responsibilities to types of contracts and how agents make money and much more. Really looking forward to sharing with you all the information I wish I had when I was just getting started. So again, head on over to sportsagentsecrets.com to check it out.